So one of the great blessings I have of being an ordained deacon is I get to preside at the sacrament of baptism. Of course, I get to proclaim the gospel and preach a homily and serve at the altar. But celebrating the sacrament of baptism brings me great joy. Following Mass today, I will baptize David Christopher Roscoe III. His parents, David and Andrea, will present the child to our Christian community and request baptism. When they do, I will welcome David with great joy in the name of the church and claim the child for Christ our Savior with the sign of the cross. David and Andrea will present their son today in a similar way that Mary and Joseph took Jesus to the temple and presented him to the Lord. And that's what I want to focus on this afternoon. The many different ways that Jesus continuously presents himself to each and every one of us every day. He does that through sacred scripture and the sacraments, through the wisdom of our traditions and through the witness of one another. Jesus was presented in the temple not as a king of glory, but rather in a very humble way, without fanfare, to fulfill the requirements of the law. The temple was not merely a building where believers gathered to worship God. It was sacred because it was, in fact, the dwelling place of God. It was the most important place on earth a place of profound encounter, the meeting place between God and human beings, where divinity and humanity embraced. That's not unlike our gathering space here today. Jesus is re-presented to us every time the Mass is celebrated. The temples of today are our churches, where Jesus is presented to us in the Eucharist, his sacred body and precious blood. We need to always remember that the word Eucharist translates from the Greek origin, and it literally means to give thanks. So as we gather around the altar today, Let's give our wholehearted thanks to God for his constant and real presence in our lives and for the spiritual nourishment he provides us for our journey. When Mary and Joseph bring Jesus to the temple to present him to the Lord, they simultaneously present him to the entire world. They were giving back to God and giving to all of us the very gift God had given to them. It is clear that Mary and Joseph were very observant of the rituals and customs and showed great reverence and devotion to God. While Jesus was not in need of purification or redemption, it was the custom of the time and they did not want to place themselves above the religious law. So they complied and obeyed. Because when Jesus, though he was divine, when he was presented in the temple, it was 
in the human form. The author of our second reading from Hebrews today invites us to fasten our gaze upon Jesus' humanity. Jesus is one with all of us because he fully entered into the human existence, flesh and blood. He did not merely appear to be human. He was genuinely and fully human because he humbled himself to share in our humanity. Jesus understands our limitations. He was tempted and tested and suffered which gave him a profound understanding of our experiences and our challenges. Jesus knows all about human weakness, which prompts him to be merciful and faithful to each and every one of us. This, in turn, calls all of us to recognize the Lord of the temple in all of our brothers and sisters, particularly the unassuming, the poor, and the vulnerable. This is one of the many ways that Jesus consistently presents himself to you and to me through the marginalized, the least, and the lowly. Finally, our gospel today tells us something about the wisdom of our elders in our own faith community. It took the eyes of an old man and the faith of an old woman to recognize that the Lord indeed had come into the temple, into the world that had been waiting for him for a thousand years. Simeon and Anna recognized the divine child. They were two devoted, humble servants of God. It was not the high priest or anyone from the formal temple personnel who identified the Lord of salvation but rather God revealed religious insight about the true light coming into the world to these two old and wise servants. They had no official status or official roles in the temple, but they did demonstrate fidelity and genuine devotion to God. In this fast-paced and instant gratification world we live in, I find that their patient prayerfulness, the patience showed by Simeon and Anna, provides us with a meaningful reflection. They took the long view. They trusted the Lord and remained committed to their faith. It reminds us that God and the ways of God are revealed to those who have open minds and open hearts. If our hearts are open, then it can lead to transformative change for each of us, bringing about peace and comfort. So let's acknowledge the wisdom in our midst and be grateful for those spiritual mentors and those prayer warriors that are present in our lives. This week, we should attempt to model the prophetess Anna and give thanks to God for presenting himself to each and every one of us in so many different ways. Let us also rejoice like Simeon did in the temple for the light that Jesus brings to the dark corners of our world. 
and for illuminating the way and the path for each of us to follow him.